0: Welcome to the Fairway Founders Podcast, your insider look into the business of golf. Great. Hey, I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Happy that I could get you on here. Um, yeah, excited it. to dive into kind of what you're working on now and, and what, what you're working on in the future. But um, if we could start, um, I know you're the uh, you're, you, right now you're running Whiskey, Whiskey Run Golf Club, correct? And that's in Ontario? Correct. Yep. Yeah, Port Colborne, Ontario, Canada. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, I'm so, in I'm in New Jersey, so a uh, little bit far. Oh, you're not far. Uh, yeah, I guess not too far, right? Not far. Yeah. <laughs> Hop, skip, and a jump. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, okay. tell me a little bit more about that. I know from your LinkedIn profile that hmm. it's a family kind of owned and operated golf course. It's it's been in your family for years. So, yeah. tell me the history there, and I guess how your family even got started in the golf world.
1: Yeah, for sure. Actually, my my father was a chicken farmer, actually, initially, Um, worked in the chicken industry, ended up selling his farm, bought property out here in Port Colburn, took a walk around it, was like, hey, this looks like a great spot for a golf course, started building it and built the first nine in uh, 1989. And the name Whiskey Run actually comes from as they were building out the initial nine, the guys doing the irrigation work, laying the pipes in the ground to water the grass for the golf course. Um, they kept uncovering uh, old whiskey bottles. Wow! And so on the initial drawings for the irrigation, they wrote at the top, Whiskey Run. And then my dad was like, that's a great name. Let's call it Whiskey Run Golf Club. So yeah, it started back in 1989. We started with nine holes. Now we're up to 28. We added uh, two more nines and then we changed our original nine to actually a 10 hole. That's more of like an executive style course. Mm-hmm. I've spent uh, the vast majority of my life... Um, In the golf business, Uh, I guess since I was seven, I've done everything from, you know, fixing divots and repairing uh, ball marks to flipping burgers in the kitchen, serving drinks at the bar, um, working in the maintenance side for a few years, cutting greens, doing all that jazz. So, um, but my main, mainly I've been in the pro shop marketing side of things in the last probably decade or so. And that's where I've spent the majority of my time recently.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So was your dad an avid golfer? Or was it, was it kind of just like a hobby for him? Or or how was that? He was like, yeah, he was just getting into it. So
1: yeah, he was just getting into it. And then he had this property. And I think, you know, he had the itch and uh, away he went.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So I guess when he was building yeah. this golf course too, was that kind of, you know, all bootstrapped by himself? Did he kind of just empty out his savings and say I'm going to do this or was it kind of a he,
1: he had a partner initially for the first few years who actually had another nine hole golf course in the area so he helped him for the first few years and then ended up buying him out and they had it on his own and it's just been in our family for I, I can't even say exactly how long but it's been uh, it's been a
0: while cool <laughs> yeah so are you guys a, a yeah. private course or is it a public course uh, with memberships how does that work
1: yeah, it's one of those. Um, what is it? It's like an oxymoron or semi private. So we have uh, memberships, but we do have a ton of public play too. And yeah, and I should say with Whiskey Ride, I didn't even explain that with the bottles because they used to run all booze right from this location where I'm at. The golf course is just steps away from me. Um, actually, across the lake. Over to the u s during prohibition when it was illegal, so they'd house it right on this property so that's why they are calling it whiskey Run.
0: so do you have do you have these uh whiskey bottles like displayed in the pro shop or anything to kind of show we show got a history. few of them kicking
1: around our clubhouse, yeah, unfortunately, a couple of them to hit the dust a few years ago by uh, getting knocked around a little bit, but we still got some of them like they're pretty cool, some of them are still clay, some of them are glass, and uh wow. they're like the old jugs you'd see in like the cartoons. <laughs>
0: The ones that they spit like tobacco in or something, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's great. So um, so yeah, that's that's good to hear. It sounds like things are going well there. Um Mm -hmm. and then I guess, you know, I I want to jump into the you know the founding of Birdie, but first, um, you know, obviously during the pandemic, golf popularity surged. Um, I have here from the from the National Golf Foundation that um the amount of beginners, which are you know, new new players and Players coming back to the game came in at like 6.2 million for 2020 um so i, I want to know is, is that something that that your club experienced as to that that surge of popularity um i would imagine yes mm. because i saw that the um you know birdie was founded back in 2020 so i, I would figure that one of those two things have you know they have something to do with each other so i'd like to hear a little bit about that
1: yeah i mean it was kind of uh kind of lucky i guess that's we got we started birdie back in 2019 at the end of 2019 okay. uh because you know i was basically fed up with all software in the golf industry i'd spent the the last decade which was really my goal was to find something leverage technology that would actually help our golf course that uh, didn't really take away from it and i never found anything i found people over promising under delivering and um yeah i was fed up with it and actually one of my co-founders who i was uh, just started working with that year in 2019, he was actually a mutual friend, uh, was working with him as well. So he pointed me in the direction of Square, right? And when I looked at Square, I was like, okay, like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's going on there? Uh, there was only one problem, right? There was no online T-sheet. Yeah. There was no T-sheet integrated. It was just a payment processor point of sale, uh, but it had everything that I was looking for. And so we did a... Uh, Deep Googling, ended up finding our other co-founder, the software engineer behind it, the genius behind the software, Michael, who, um, you know, had his own struggles within the golf industry previously, which led him to sort of build out this software. Um, And so once we connected with him, we kind of put things together. End of 2019, uh, we were about like, let's get, let's, let's try this out. Let's get going. And it was kind of a really... Cool scenario because – I mean, well, not cool, but like what ended up happening with COVID is, you know, everything kind of had to go online and most weren't prepared. But luckily, I already had Birdie and Square and we were going down that route regardless. Mm-hmm. So I already had everything in place to take prepayment, to do everything online, uh, the website, like, I mean, like everything. We use we Square and Birdie and it's just gone. It was – yeah, I don't I don't know the proper word to explain it, but it was uh, it was kind of serendipitous, maybe. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. It seems like it all worked pretty pretty much aligned pretty well. So it was, it was, was great time. Was yeah. Michael like kind of in the works of, of almost making like a payment processing software for club management, or is it the, the idea that you you brought upon him? So his his story was actually kind of funny. Initially, like he did it because the
1: one year back, uh, well before so he started building in 2017, I believe. And, but before that, he was playing golf uh, all summer um, at one of his local golf courses, basically spending all the money he was making there. Um, and at the end of the year, you know, he's like, hey, you guys, I've, I've spent all my money here. You know, what? He, he tossed me something like, I'll take a tee, like give me anything. And they're kind of like, who are you? Yeah. And he was just like, what? I've been here all summer. How is this possible? And so they said, kind of take a hike, buddy. And he ended up going down the street, but like hopping on, on the course, on the second hole <laughs> and going around and up getting kicked off the course oh just out of spite. Right. Cause he was, he was pissed. He's like, what? I spent my whole summer. I spent all the money I was making playing golf because he loved it. And so he set out to actually initially set up what he, at the time was like a loyalty program. That would work out with booking golf mm-hmm. and ended up turning into a T-sheet, um, which he ended up trying to take to market. Um, it was a tough time then. Then we ended up finding him, resurrecting it, and basically rolling with it from there. But it all was built out of this like this kind of equal hatred yeah. for what was
0: going on <laughs> in golf. Yeah, like almost <laughs> like he was just being treated as another person with cash, and, and that was it didn't didn't care. That was it. Didn't care. He was spending all his money, time there, practicing to yeah, get better. It. <laughs>
1: and, you know, I can understand from a guy being behind the counter. But, like, if you if you see him, he's like, you see me all the time. I'm here, like, three, four, five times a week. How do you not know who I am at the end of the hour? Like, what's going on? Like, there's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done with Birdie and Square is exactly that.
0: So – aside from just the online tee sheet at birdie i mean i know you guys have the simulator um, scheduling software yeah. you have food and bev you have uh, i saw even even you could process even gift cards i mean i mean the the full suite of you know what you're offering is 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 pretty much almost almost endless at that point from what you could do in a club management standpoint so mm-hmm. you know maybe elaborate a little bit on that and uh, aside from the just the online tee sheet program
1: yeah so with with birdie we're working on new verticals like the sim simulator booking which we went through that side of it and looking at all the solutions that were in that space was just like the same kind of thing within just golf tee times it was just kind of like what cool like trash it was trash like it was was a horrible experience when you're booking it's like well we can do better Right. That's how these things are sort of born out of it. And so that's what we've started with the simulators. We've also started with like uh, vacation rental bookings. So actually booking, if you've got vacation rentals, Birdie can work for that. And the power that comes along with us, with the other side of what you were mentioning is, is square, like integrated gift cards, I mean, website, like all my stuff at whiskey run at my golf course, it's everything's built out of square, Mm -hmm. And the loyalty program, which is a massive thing, which we can get into. Um, this is the power of having something that's not like directly related to being golf software. Like at Birdie, we like to say we're a
0: tech company in golf. Mm-hmm. We're
1: not a golf tech company.
0: Right. So, and I want to go back to the loyalty program because that's that's pretty interesting. I, the clubs that I play mm-hmm. around here, there's there's no such thing as loyalty programs. So, um, uh, yeah. I want to know. I want to touch on that. So, is it like you know, what are the details behind that? Is it you know, every ten rounds you get a round free or, or something like that? How does how does it work? So,
1: at my golf course, we uh, we give ten percent back on every dollar you spend. So, every single dollar across the entire operation, whether it's you know a, a, a pop soda, who want to call mm-hmm. it, or a, a membership, like ten percent, you get it back and. So that happens at every single interaction. This was built out because that's what we wanted at Birdie. That's that was that was Michael's, you know, baseline for this. Right. Like loyalty, we wanted to make a big thing. So, you know, he initially had a loyalty portion built into the software, but Square being the massive company they are, they they built one themselves and we are able to integrate it completely. And work with it. So whether it's on the T sheet, whether you're at the retail point of sale, whether you're at the, the bar restaurant, whether you're on the website now, everything that all works together. And what we found is people like being rewarded. Yeah. They like being rewarded. And at the end of the day, happy golfer is going to spend more money, a golf course. So And from my perspective, what I've found, what I can speak to over the last few years, I mean, we started it in 2020 and I started it right out the gate with 10% back. People thought it was nuts. Um, (laughs) But what I saw was on average, a golfer who joined the loyalty program spent 189% more than somebody who didn't. They visited me seven and a half times versus one and a half times of somebody who didn't. You know, I thought that was amazing. I was like, this is incredible. You know, maybe it was a fluke. It was 2020. Yeah. You know, things, things were crazy. Let's see how this works next year and hopefully we get the same. So what did I find the next year? Actually, it went up. They spent 217% more. Wow. And they visited my golf course 11.1 times versus 1.6. And so that was 2021. And that's like, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way we can beat that. And in 2022... We found they spent 234% more, which is great. Now, the number of times they visited went down to 10.6 versus 1.5, but they're spending more on average. So it was like this initial concept that was kind of a little bit ludicrous. Nobody, like you said, nobody in golf is doing it. Mm -hmm. And even when I talk to their operators, they're extremely hesitant about it. Even when I talk about these numbers which you think, okay, you sign me up. Yeah. But no, it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could do that, but we've seen incredible results and it. All it does is really incentivize the golfers to keep coming back.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really impressive. Honestly, like I said, around here in, in North Jersey, I mean, it's, it's dog eat dog out here. Like if you don't book your tee time two weeks in advance, or if you're not a part of a private club, you know, it's tough to get it. It's tough to get around in on the weekend. That's for sure. So, yeah. um, just these different options yeah. you know would, would definitely would definitely help out around here but i guess like for sure. for birdie i mean how are you trying to attract clubs to kind of adopt this this software is it is it more so word mm-hmm. of mouth are you actually reaching out to different clubs uh, do you have a sales team i mean what's the operation behind that now right now it's just the three of us we're the three founders
1: and i mean really our birdie is built to make the golf horse's life easier mm-hmm. You know, most most golf software, well, all of it, is not making your life easier. It's not moving the needle on golfers booking online. You know, it's not uh, moving the needle on golfers spending more money on your website. It's not doing any of these things. And so when we built Birdie, we built it to make your life easier, simplify things, and, uh, and to really get the, the power in the hands of the golfer to book and to do things for the operator to a certain degree.
0: Yeah, so and I, I just noticed from your website too, it's it's really easy to book. I mean, if I was if I wanted to play a whiskey run tomorrow, I'd grab my phone. It, it, I'm, I'm assuming there's an app or, or a website. Go on, it's just the website, yeah, and go on and, and book the tea time. So, I mean, how was the reaction with that? I know you your uh, your demographic too on your on your courses is, is what between 60 and 70 years old. So, you know, if these play, yeah. if these players could do it, anybody could do it. You know, that's how I that's how I look at it. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's a that's I mean the average golfer of my golf course is in their seventies, you know, early seventies. And one of the things I hear a lot is, uh, well, my you, you don't know my golfers, you know, my golfers aren't going to book online. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, I do. I know my golfers are all in their seventies. You know, it's just like this. It works. It works when you when you simplify and you make it a good experience. Right. It it just works. Like I know it does.
0: So prior to Birdie, were you doing like pen and paper T-sheets or just kind of using different programs that weren't no. really working? Uh, yeah, I
1: went through four or five different point of sale uh, T-sheet software companies, um, each of them. Because that was my goal back then too, was getting more people to book online. Mm-hmm. But everything was too convoluted and um, it, it just never worked. At most, I was able to get... Um, just under 20% of my tee times being booked online and only less than 1% actually being paid online. And from there, once we've switched to Birdie and Square, we went to uh, 90% of our tee times being booked and paid online.
0: That's another interesting uh, concept too is one, booking the, tea, the times online, but two, actually collecting revenue for that time, wh- whether they show up or not. I'm assuming there's you probably have like a 24 hour yeah. cancellation policy, maybe like full refund back. What does that look like? Yeah, we do it 12 hours. 12 hours, yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. I mean, that's another selling point to clubs, right? I mean, listen, like you you're it's easier to book online. You're not getting bombarded mm-hmm. with phone calls, you know, asking if the if the course is open, if there's a frost delay, you know, X Y and Z. You know, they're doing it, exactly. they're doing it online, yeah. they're saving you time and, and you, you're you're actually collecting money on, on top of that.
1: You nailed it. And that's a, a, like one of the biggest points is time. It's a time saver. Mm-hmm. It's a massive time saver. Like making things easier is going to save you time. Because if you've, you know, I've worked behind the counter, mm-hmm. the front line, taking phone calls, booking tea times in person. And the amount of time you spend with an individual over a count of a year, a few years, it adds up significantly and it takes away from the service that you could actually be providing, right? When if you can easily book, pay online, you can give your full attention. Like I've been in the pro shop where I've got a lineup of people out the door, phones ringing off the hook, putting people on hold, trying to check people in, trying to take mm-hmm. payment. And it's. And I've been in on both sides. I've seen it as the person working and it's a nightmare for you. And then being on the other side, being like, what the hell's going on with these jokers? Like, Like, let's go. and it's it is just all around just a a terrible experience and any way we can make that better for the golfer and for the golf course it's just a win
0: right i mean at the end of the day the golfer wants to get out onto the course they want to play that's right they want to stick around for food beers and and go home i mean yeah depending you're playing 18 holes you're on the course for four hours you know that's a decent Mm -hmm. amount of time for for, you know, on a weekend or something, you don't, you don't want to add more time to that by just checking in for your tea time or, you know, just waiting in line. Yeah.
1: Sitting in line for 20 minutes just to check in. No, they want to get in. They want to get out on the course. That's why they're there. Right. right. So any way we can expedite that uh, is what we're going to try and take advantage yeah, of. Yeah, that's sure. great. That's,
0: that's awesome. Um, I, I want to get your, your perspective on this. So there's a course by me that they actually use like virtual assistants. Like get, you know, you call the pro shop. If no one in the pro shop picks up the Mm -hmm. dial tone extends to like uh, wherever they have this office for virtual assistants, And they're the ones that are are handling the T sheets. Um, I mean, I I find that a little, I mean, I I don't know what, how I feel about that. Uh, I I guess it's better because you could always get someone on the phone, but I, Mm -hmm. I I much rather, I guess, yeah, do it, do it myself and, and see this T sheet, see what times are available without asking, Hey, do you have a time from 11 to one on Saturday next week or something like that? So uh, what are your thoughts on that? That's man. That's so funny, Jake, because
1: uh, I was literally going to go that route. I was going to go that route. when you we went to, cause I was fed up with everything else. I'm like square, square, but they're only paying a point of sale payment processor. No, no booking. Right. I was going to go pen and paper, like Excel spreadsheet yep. and hire some people to just answer phones all day in book tea times. And because that's the power I knew with with going with Square, and then luckily, luckily found Michael who had uh, already started the process of building Birdie, and we were able to connect and, and kind of bridge that gap. But yeah, I can I can understand why they would do that because I mean the technology sucks, yeah. so they're like it's better to just have somebody answer the phone and book. Than it is to try and get you to do it because we know you're not going to do it because it's just such a bad experience.
0: And and that hourly rate for I guess for that virtual assistant, I mean, is obviously much cheaper than if you were to hire someone to 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 Absolutely. sit at sit at the desk and, and take phone calls all day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you've ever been on that side, it's 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 not fun when the phone's ringing off the hook, and it always happens when uh, it always happens when you got a line up yeah. always. <laughs> It's like, you yeah, phones ringing like crazy and you just can't stop it. And you've got a massive lineup. Yeah.
0: So it's just the way it works. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been on, I haven't been on, I haven't worked in any pro shops or anything like that. I've been on the kind of the restaurant side, working in different pizzerias and restaurants, especially the pizzeria. I mean, you're slam oh, Friday man. night. If you don't have the right POS or you don't have the right, <laughs> the right, you know, yeah. like tech there, like you're screwed because it's a nightmare. So, uh, and I, yeah. and, and I've been, you know, I've been at clubs where I'm waiting online. I'm like, what is going on? Someone It's funny about the gift cards, too, because, you know, last summer, I remember waiting online. Somebody had a a gift certificate. They didn't know if it was expired. They had all these questions about their gift certificate, like whatnot. It literally (laughs) spent like 10 to 15 minutes of the pro shop trying to figure out if it was a valid gift certificate or not. So, you know, there's there's another kind of use case right there. I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys... You know, you could handle that uh easily with Square, I would imagine. You know, virtually an e gift card or or you know, a physical gift card, but or a physical.
1: Yeah, you can do both. It's all integrated and it's all tracked, it's all there. You're not you're not asking questions. You're not looking at the back of the written one being like, Who's did we sign this? <laughs> or <laughs> whose initials are those? Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah. I've been there too. You're not not too long ago, we were doing the same thing. That's
0: funny. I mean, it's crazy too how you're saying, you know, this is really you made the, the transition three or four years ago and it's just the results, you know, speak for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, other clubs like reaching out to to you guys, like maybe they're learning about it from, from just industry, you know, just being in the industry. Um, mm-hmm. are you getting a lot of kind of traction there or?
1: Yeah, we're doing like three or four clubs a week and it's been pretty busy the last uh, couple months. So it, it I mean it's an exciting time for us. We're really like just starting to to catch a little wave right now. So um yeah, it's it's been, it's been really good. And a lot of them are catching us all over the place, right? It's we have things over on TikTok. We got like yep. right, yeah, right and people coming in from all over. When we have a when they sign up, we got a little thing where would you find us and like it, it's all over yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So if you guys, mm-hmm. I mean for Birdie, I mean what what would you say is is one thing that you guys need you know, now to kind of, you know, you know, push, push it, push it even farther, you know, grow even more. Is there, is there anything on top of mind that you would say? Um, Maybe it's, well, maybe I mean, it's talent or maybe it's maybe, maybe just more capital to kind of, to build out. Build I mean, out. capital would do it, yeah. right?
1: I mean, we, we have uh, no outside investment right mm-hmm. now. Um, It's just um, the three founders and we bootstrapped this thing to this point. I mean capital will definitely uh, obviously expedite the, the process of this and so that's you know we we're, we're we've been looking into that as well, and we're i mean we're there we're at that point um and it's like speeding up our onboarding, yeah which is like i mean we can get somebody onboarded in a golf course in in, in a day like honestly, those things are so like simple and and straightforward. Mm-hmm there's none of this convoluted stuff that you got to go through like, which is unheard of. I mean, like you know, typically it's like 50 to a
0: hundred hours to switch over somebody. And they're probably training. I'm assuming there's demos and training and, and, you know, I mean, yeah. those are costs in themselves, but um, I'm sure that's, yeah. that gets complicated too. That's one thing with
1: demos, right? We don't even do a demo. You like, you want to see a demo we go right on our site you can use the software you can sign up your own golf course you can test out how the functionalities work um you know this is same thing with square right you want to use square it's free to test out and um, with ours i mean you can set up your t-sheet in minutes you know you're up and running
0: yeah i mean i i, I did notice too just your your, your pricing fee is is very competitive i mean you know all these features you're talking about. You would think, wow, this this sounds this sounds expensive. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, running running a club, I mean, it, it's not really. If you think, if you look at it that way, right? Yeah, and I
1: mean, like as it comes in, because we have you have birdie and then you have square, right? So there's two sort of separate yeah. like fee places that come in. But we say, I mean, like on every. Uh, a- dollar you invest in in square like you're earning or square in birdie and square like technology that actually works and actually gets used like you're earning a minimum of 3x back on it
0: yeah no that's that's another huge selling point too so is there any other um you know companies kind of integrating square to to run you know the club software is it is it like who are the competitors i guess you well, I mean the competitors are just uh, like in the golf space is just other golf softwares yeah. like
1: right because they they all have their own point of sales they all have their own t- sheets um, so that's that's where we are in that space same thing like as we move as we move out into vacation rentals like there's obviously other competitors in there so the, yeah that's just the other tech companies so how, how did
0: you get into the vacation rentals is that something that you thought of? kind of while you were going through the whole birdie process or was it it a goal from the beginning it was it well it's kind of evolved out of uh, necessity from
1: some of our users like hey we've got these vacation rentals and we took a look at what they're using and it was like oh that's that doesn't look like it's fun to use and they're like can you guys get this to work like it should be able to work right it's like i I think we can and uh sure enough michael who's uh, you know, brilliant software engineer. He uh he's able to pull it together and now it's being used. So it's it's pretty cool stuff. Just on the brink of that, you know, like in the alpha stage. So
0: it's cool. Yeah, no, and it seems like the um the golfers that that are coming to your club, I mean, the the sentiment or just around Birdie is positive. I mean they're they're coming to you mm. with suggestions and ideas, and it it seems like the whole community's behind the two, which is great to see in here.
1: Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing that we've done too, right, is get rid of email passwords. You don't need an email password. That's one of the biggest things we've done to simplify things. Say bye bye to having to remember this username password, which we've all got like way too yep, many of yep. and you can't remember. Or you're using you know password vaults and some <laughs> of those. It's um yeah, it's the
0: now you just get a text message put in your code in yeah that's 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 helpful too cuz i mean just the other day i was trying to book a tea time we were getting like 50 50 degree 55 degree weather here and i was like oh i, I got to try to get out there and nice. I, I really couldn't i couldn't remember my password i had to do forgot <laughs> forgot password and i had to go through that go through my email yes. the email didn't come in i had to request it again so i mean it's just <sighs> the dreaded forgot. I hear you on that. Yeah. I hear you on that. Cause <laughs> like every yeah. problem that you've said, I've gone through and I was like, wow, like <laughs> birdie would be like awesome down here. But um, you have to tell the golf, tell that golf course. Yeah. I mean, listen, like it's, 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 I love it. Right. I love it. I'm, um, we'll definitely connect mm-hmm. offline and, and, you know, see if you have any other materials that you could send me and I could definitely, you know, just reach out. I'm, I'm friendly with a lot of the clubs yeah. around here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with them so it's it's definitely something that, yeah. that I could do and I mean the great thing is you can just send them our website and they can right. set up their golf course. Yeah, I mean that's in a few it's minutes. that easy, yeah. right? It's they don't they don't, they don't yeah. need any marketing material. I, all the marketing material I, don't, I saw your YouTube video. schedule yeah. a
1: demo with me or
0: anything like
1: that. No. Yeah, no you yeah. can go test it out. I mean, we could talk after.
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah, we'll connect offline, but um I usually like to end end these on on just kind of more of a personal note for yourself. So you've been you've been playing yeah. golf for a while, like you know. I want to know where are you at, where you're at, where your golf game, what you're trying to improve on. It, if it sounds like you're very busy, so I don't even know how much golf you're getting in lately, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't get to play
1: too much anymore, especially since now I got two little boys. Oh, awesome! I got a, a three year old and a year and a half old, so uh, it's this keeps me very. It's almost like uh, I tried. I got my busiest like. <laughs> I started all this stuff, the busiest time of my <laughs> yeah. life. Just like, let's all go. Let's get it all in there, right? All at once. So my golf game is is pretty, like, it's not terrible because I used to play a ton and I was single digit, yeah. um, even down to the scratch for a little bit. And uh, now I'm probably like 10 to 12 handicap or something like that um but i'm playing you know nine holes yeah i try to play nine holes once a week this summer it was, or this year it was probably once every three weeks
0: yeah now, <laughs> now it's just focus on birdie focus on the club and then get your boys involved and then yeah that's right <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's the main goal starting while they're young and then yeah. good things will happen i'm sure
1: we got little plastic
0: clubs there you go swinging <laughs> them around
1: I got two lefties though. I'm right-handed, so I won't be able to use my clubs. I don't know if that's maybe that's a good wow. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: lefty clubs, yeah, they're they're a little cheaper too. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, but Luke, it was
0: awesome to talk to you about Birdie and and what you got going on there. It's super super fascinating how kind of fast you built this up, um, and yeah, your in your vision me. for the future. But um, like I said, we'll we'll connect and thanks again for being on the show.
1: Yeah, appreciate it, Jake. Thanks a lot, man.